The human senses perceive less than 7% of our world. There are things that lurk in the other 93% of our realm that we do not interact with. Or do we? All of us experience something odd at some point in our lives. Something unusual. Whether it is an event that appears coincidental or an experience that defies logical explanation, there is so much we don't yet understand in our world, residing just beyond reality's veil. What do you do when you have an object that has its own behavior? It's as if it's... haunted. My knowledge resides in the field of what makes haunted locations tick, but in such a scenario, I can point you over to my friends at the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult. They have made it their life's work to research haunted artifacts. They even have an idol that has his own wild and social personality. He goes by the name Billy. If this sounds like something you'd like to learn more about, you can find some information about them at fightingphantoms.com community and click the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult button. The article has their websites embedded so you can check out all of their work. Do you want to be a part of the experience? You can also join a recently founded membership program for the museum. They have various tiers of memberships, each level with its own special perks. I highly recommend at least going for the Magic of the Month Club membership. You'll get a monthly package, each themed differently, filled with carefully assorted magical supplies and instructions on how to use them. I absolutely love when I come home and find that package waiting for me in the mail. It's always a nice treat, and since the magical world is new to me, I get to learn something new each month. It's worth every penny, trust me. If you'd like to sign up, you can visit patreon.com paramuseum. The link is also available on my previously mentioned article on Finding Phantoms, and I will post it in the show notes. You can remain a member for as long as you'd like. If you attend any paranormal events and you'd like to see the museum make an appearance, please recommend them to the event curator. Although they are experts when it comes to spiritually inhabited objects, you're about to hear a story when a possible entity interacts with an object instead of inhabiting it. Most people think these entities are to be feared and only lurk in the shadows, but it's often when the lights turn on that cause concern. The steady pace of the clock ticking reminded me that the night was quickly slipping away. 11.15. I had to get some sleep. I could continue this work in the morning. I was a junior in high school working a part-time job on top of college-level courses. I remember always being overwhelmed with the amount of homework I always had, particularly in world history. Sleep had become a foreign idea to me at the time. I tapped my lamp base on my desk to turn it off staggered away from my desk, and crawled into bed. Several hours later, in my dazed state, I saw white light seeping through my eyelids. I thought, it can't be morning already, I feel like such a zombie. After struggling to wake up enough to open my eyes, I cracked open my eyelids to see my desk lamp had been turned on. Now, this lamp, it turns on every time there's a power surge, or when the power goes out and comes back. I didn't really think much of it. I wearily stumbled across my room, tapped the base to turn it off, and collapsed back into bed. I woke up to a rainy Thursday morning, finished what I could of the homework, grabbed some hot breakfast, and drove to school. For the next seven hours or so, I struggled to keep my head up and my mind focused on the lessons in each class. When the last bell rang, I hurried out the door, got in my truck, and drove to my job where I would spend the next five hours as a sales associate in a local hardware store. It wasn't a bad gig. It was a fairly small store, 
Most of our customers were regulars. After closing time, I rushed home, ate some leftovers, and buried myself in my studies until I could no longer keep myself awake. Again, I tapped my light base and crawled into bed. Several hours later, I noticed my room had gotten brighter and thought to myself, ugh, I'm not ready to start the day just yet. I made peace with the fact that I had to get up and I opened my eyes only to see my desk lamp was on again. Hmm, to have two nights of power surges back to back seems a little odd, I said to myself. I got up yet again and turned the lamp off. This time, just for good measure, I unplugged it. If it were power surges or power failures of any sort, then there should be at least one clock that also resets itself. My stereo. That clock is so sensitive that if we had a power failure for a fraction of a second, it would reset. Neither night the clock had indicated any power loss. I awoke a little while later and repeated my school day, happy about the fact that it was finally Friday and I could sleep in a little the following day. Nothing unusual happened for another week. One night I finished my work, turned off my desk lamp, and got ready for bed. I had forgotten to unplug it as I had done every night prior. Several hours after falling asleep, I noticed a harsh white glare illuminating my bedroom. I woke up and looked at my desk. There it was, my fluorescent lamp lighting up my desk. At this point, I was exhausted and very irritated at this lamp for always interrupting what little sleep I was managing to get. I sat straight up in bed, looked right at the lamp, and said, rather aggressively, Alright, whoever keeps turning on that lamp, turn it off right now! I expected nothing to happen, and to have to get up and unplug the lamp again, and attempt to get as much sleep as I possibly could. What really happened, though, is a completely different story. I stared at the lamp for what felt like ages, but only must have been a few seconds. Much to my amazement, it... it turned itself off. Now, in and of itself, this story isn't all that spooky, or even mysterious. I'm sure there might be some logical explanation that this lamp turned off somehow exactly at the same time that I asked it to be turned off. The mysterious part is, that was only the beginning. Not long after this incident, both bedrooms in the house were fitted with lamps that had a post that went behind the headboard of the beds up the wall and had an extended arm over the bed where the bulb was. The lamps were three-way with high, medium, and low light options. These lamps were also touch lamps just like my desk lamp. Not long after we got them, I remember my parents thinking theirs might have a problem with it as, in the middle of the night, it woke them up on the low setting. This continued for several nights. They replaced it and the exact same thing happened. It wasn't long until I too was experiencing my lamp turn on in the middle of the night on its own. I brushed it off thinking maybe I bumped it in my sleep or something. One night, I awoke from my slumber to a white light shining on my face. I opened my eyes slowly. I was sleeping on my back, my bedpost lamp directly above my face. The light wasn't on. The light was, on its own accord, switching modes. It would go rapidly from high, to medium, to low, to off, and back to high, stuck in a constant loop. I was paralyzed, trying to comprehend in my still groggy mind what exactly was happening. I stretched my arm out behind my bed and grabbed the plug and ripped it out of the wall socket with one firm tug. I didn't get one more second of sleep the rest of that night. Soon after this incident, both bedrooms had the touch lamps uninstalled. My parents had been sick of theirs waking them up. I had been terrified of mine cycling through the modes on its own. To this day though, 
the original desk lamp that started turning on first, still sits on my desk. Every night that lamp is unplugged, just in case someone, or something, tries to get my attention to let me know that I'm not alone. Just in case something is watching me on the other side, just beyond reality's veil.